All right, we're back. Another episode from Tokyo, Shibuya. It's the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. I'm Cliff. Chocolate Buddha in the house. We're yep at our second home in Shibuya, out here on the streets, inside the Mobile Man Cave. And uh, we have a very interesting guest. But before we get to that, hey, we'd like for you guys to uh, show us some love by uh, subscribing. Yes. You know, writing reviews, yes. likes, all that other good shit. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, we're everywhere that you can listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, iTunes, uh, our host site, Podbean. Just just Google us, Raw yeah, yeah, Urban just, Mobile Podcast. Just do your Googles, yeah. You'll find us. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we have a very interesting special guest. Uh, very been, interesting. Been following his work for a while. And if you live here in Japan, you probably are familiar with his work, Okay. I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, I'm Brett Bull, the editor-in-chief of the Tokyo Reporter. I'd like to thank you guys for having me on. Um, I'm happy you guys uh, took the time in this hot, hot afternoon here in Shibuya. Uh, any, anytime anybody wants to speak about my site, I'm happy to talk to them. So yes. please ask me whatever you would like. Yo, what's up? This is Mega of the Mega Late Show. You are listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. This is Nina from the band The Ocean and I, and you're listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Okay, great, great. Um, yeah, so we, we've been following you for a while. You've been following him for even longer, Ooh, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 most definitely. I used to, you know, as a matter of fact, still do, subscribe to the Tokyo Reporter because, you know, I like the stories. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, the, the stories you tell about Japan are like... To most foreigners, especially, you know, people around the U.S. military installations like I grew up mostly over here in Japan on the U.S. bases, being former Navy and stuff. We just never got that side of Japan. And, you know, we assume that, you know, hey, I know there's crime and murder and all this, that and the other rape and all this, that, the other that exists in Japan. But when I started looking at Tokyo Reporter, I started finding out about all kinds of stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's like and especially me and my boys used to watch a lot of porn back in the day, you know, during our, <laughs> during them single days, right? And I was like, what, this guy's got stories on the porn stars? and every, I mean, it's just no limits to what he has on his site, man. So it's like <laughs> every time I open it up, it's like, man, it's, just, it's amazing work, man. Amazing work. But what I'd like to ask you is that how did you get started doing all this, like, grimy work? I love the grimy side of it, so... Yeah, how did you get started doing that? Like, I mean, you're going into the the mafias, the 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 you know back streets of Shinjuku, the all all that stuff. Just we'll let you explain it. If only my mother could hear that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Um, actually, the site started. Well, I've always had an interest in news. Mm -hmm. In growing up in California, I was a big sports fan. I loved reading the sports paper every morning. Right. So um, the idea for the site was. Well, when I came to Japan about 20 years ago, I realized in English there wasn't a lot of really interesting news. It was all very sanitized. In other words, if you looked at, say, the, the coverage from the mainstream papers like, like the New York Times or maybe what was on the AP wire or whatever, and then if you went over and looked at what, what is in, on the Japanese uh, sites in English, so say the Kyodo or the Mainichi Japan Times or whatever, it was all very – it was, it was superficial – to, to, to a degree. And I thought if you could read Japanese, or I realized later, if you could read Japanese, there's a whole new world out there. 
And as you discussed, um, you could look into, say, the back streets of Kabukicho. You could uh, look into the adult video industry. You could see the organized crime, those kinds of things. And so I, I, I tinkered around with different uh, ways of uh, p producing a site. And uh, what you see now is sort of um, it's an emphasis on uh, sort of a tabloid style. So I'm, I'm coming up with, you know, tabloid headlines based on what a Japanese news report uh, has, has written in, in Japanese. And um, so then I take it from there and I'm, I'm doing maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe 40 stories uh, a week. And um, they vary in length from perhaps short little three paragraph stories to, you know, some some significant features. You know, we're talking like uh, the equivalent of like half a magazine article or something like that. And um, as you said, yeah, the, 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 the range of topics is typically the, 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 my emphasis is if you if you can find it in English on another site, then I'm probably not going to cover it. So I'm looking at stuff that you're not going to find anywhere else. OK. And you're looking like you said in the tabloid. OK, so that's the thing. OK, so, yeah. So initially when the site, the site started in 2008 and um, at that time, I, I, I was I, I had another writer and he was doing some work with me right now. I do everything. But he he was doing some of it, and I was doing some of it. And yes, the, the I was looking at like if you go to the convenience store, you'll see the tabloids. Yes, right. There's weeklies, the weeklies, as they say. Focus Friday well, magazine. Focus is gone. <coughs> oh, Focus is gone. It died. Oh man, I always it died about twenty fifteen years ago, maybe. Really, <laughs> man. When was the last time you were in a convenience? Store? I know. Yeah, right? I know. I know. Well, most of the time now, I'm just in there to grab something to eat or drink and get the hell out. And, and yeah. plus, a lot of the books they've uh, they've you know roped them off or they put yeah. Plastic so they, over they've them. been doing that for quite a while now. Yeah. And in yeah, fact, yeah. some convenience stores are uh, they've got rid of them almost entirely. But that's another subject. This, um, yeah. So the weeklies have got. Well, you know, there's this very salacious take on a lot of topics, mm. right? So I was, back in those days, I was translating them into the into my site. But after a while, after several years, I realized that I could see what they were doing. And that was, they were taking just daily reports from news channels like TBS, TV Asahi, Nippon Television. And they were sort of crafting their own weekly version. So in other words, they were taking what appeared in daily news in Japanese. And then they were just sort of just spinning it for a weekly audience. In other words, so they would add a little twist to it. So they would say like, like if, um, let's say a prostitute is murdered in Kabukicho, like on one day, then the, the tabloid would take it and they'd spin it into like, somehow this is a trend of women being vulnerable, you know, in, in Tokyo or something like that. Yeah. And it probably could be very preposterous. But the fact was that one woman was killed, right? So, so, mm -hmm. but I realized I could just, you know, get ahead of the game by just reading the what was what the news channels were doing, and so that's been about the last oh I don't know six or seven or eight years I've been just focusing on the news channels and the, and also the the um, the regular broadsheets, so like the Amiri, the Asahi, the Mainichi in Japanese, and the stories tend to be short. It's more of a rapid fire sort of a thing, and that's and I think that's that's just more of like what I would like to do now. Though, although I do still do the longer stories, and um, it uh, it just depends, but um, yeah. So okay. that's that's sort of how the site's evolved. And how how difficult was it for you in the beginning? I mean, were you, what was your your fluency level when you started doing these translations? <clears throat> it's very strange. It's it's not something I'm totally proud of. But um, <laughs> I've taught myself how to read this stuff and put out a decent story in English. So okay. it just takes a while. Actually, I could teach anybody really to pretty much to do it. It's not the, the thing is that the um, the the stories repeat 
to an amazing degree. And so if somebody is, say, if, if um, again, somebody's murdered in, in a place in or, or just, just stabbed or whatever in one location, that story, the very, almost the same text will appear like five weeks later when it happens again in another place. The, the, gotcha. the, 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 so once you, you, you've realized the tricks of what the language is, what the Japanese text has been, has, uh, the, the news outlets do with the text, you, you get used to it and it becomes, you become, I don't know, the repetition and you gotcha. become, the repetition allows you to get quicker. And um, So you can usually do the translation pretty fast for one story? Yep. Okay. I can. Uh, like what? 15 minutes yep exactly oh, so so wow. for like so for like a, a three or four paragraph story i can do it in 15 minutes now i so like if you okay so so you might have seen the story that i had um and i did a, many updates on it was this woman uh yuka takaoka she uh she stabbed her boyfriend in the lobby yes or no, I, I, sorry so in in the apartment and he managed to get downstairs i saw that one and, uh, I was looking. and there was a lot of uh, blood and, and stuff now i did a few updates on that and that was um and if you look at it um the initial story was quite short, but then the updates were quite lengthy with a lot of information about how it happened, what what might have been the motivation, what the speculation on on stuff like that. And you had two photos. <clears throat> how, how did you get those photos? Uh, those appeared on Twitter. Okay. And I actually hid those. I didn't. I. I yeah. You I, did. I, I said if anybody wants to see this, click. Yeah. If you don't, well, and I clicked. And <laughs> it was pretty graphic, man. Yeah. I was like, oh shit! Wow, she really ripped him open. Like. Yeah, and, I, and he made it downstairs somehow. But did, did he die? No, there. So I put the update. So he, okay. he actually he actually appeared on Twitter. Uh, he had a, he has a Twitter account, and it was July, early July, and I found that, and um, and actually a tabloid went and, and met him and did an interview with him, and he he uh, he actually did his motivation. He said was to dispel a lot of myths that came out in reporting after the the incident, and. Um, he didn't actually, and my feelings were, you know, I give him credit for doing the interview, but he didn't really dispel much of anything. Okay. <laughs> but, 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 um, but anyway, yeah, he was, it was, it was, um, it was really, that was a really interesting story and it got a lot of attention over worldwide and, um, it, it, people were really picked up on it because apparently she, uh, sort of emulated this anime type genre character, right? Uh-huh. Yandere, right? Which is a, a heroine who out of love stabs her lover or whatever right but so she was inspired by an anime well okay so i think she has you know obviously she must have mental difficulties yeah. I, I don't know what she was inspired by but she said so she had she had quotes from the police saying that um she so supposedly she and and actually the the victim verified this afterwards <clears throat> she stabbed him and then she said do you love me and then she said he said yes as he was running out the door to get away from her yeah, right? yeah and then he said uh in the in the follow-up he to the to the reporter he said yes i did do that but i was also trying to keep myself from getting stabbed again yeah and yeah so um yeah i would say yes too oh yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, i love you baby exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right as blood is gushing out of your yeah your guts yeah so would you say that uh the i mean this is what i get out of it when i check out your news feeds and everything are you uh let's say revealing to people here in japan that shit happens over here just like it does in the states or what would you say the goal of your you know your your writing and everything is well just to summarize i'd say i just as as i said before i just want to be different and so in 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 doing so though yeah i do think you provide a a new way to look at part of what goes on in japan i have no real way to compare it to what's going on in the united states i mean there, i don't really know there's a real way to do that i think that 
my site's just one thing, right? And I'm and I'm collecting from the Japanese news sources. And I actually think that the Japanese news is collectively they're very lazy, and they mm. they work with uh, sort of the interests of of the the nation in mind to present a, a cleaned up view of the country. So even with that, I'm able to to find uh, interesting stuff to put into English. So, I, you know, your question is something I think about all the time. I don't really know. I I I, I do think though that. Um, there is more things going. There are more things going on here than than what most people think, especially Absolutely. especially the Japanese. And so it, it's just it just cre- it just gets your mind going about what 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 could be going on. Yes, definitely, definitely. I was looking at the site, and you even have like in the crime section is just it's like a drop down in this yakuza. Yeah. So it's just all like yakuza related stories. Well, that's just if people are interested in, in, in organized crime in, yeah. in Yakuza. It's just one of the things I started off with, um, you, know, you know, emphasizing. Because uh, I, I, I think it's really interesting. I, I don't, t- To be honest, I don't think that the Yakuza are really, really significant nowadays. I think they're sort of from another time. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that organized crime doesn't happen in Japan under like a different sort of... Because, you know, Yakuza is defined as like Steborikodon, right? So the police register gangsters right so i mean and they're always reporting that the number of gangsters is going down but that's sort of meaningless because there's so many other types of you know these quasi gangsters right you've yeah. called the so-called han gray which are like just street dog types yeah but they're basically yakuza in fact they've the police have sort of changed their philosophy of how to you know classify these other types of you know gangs <clears throat> but i do think that um and and to your, to your point about me putting it as a category on my site, yeah, because I think that it's just sort of like the the old days of Japan, and I think a lot of people are interested in that. Yeah, so okay, yeah, you know, like like some of the stories, man. You know, every time I, I go to Tokyo Reporter, it's just like, whoa, what is this? Like, you know, flash player student use pen light to expose self to woman, or uh, Chiba man lived with a corpse of mother for a year. It's just like for Americans that are over here. And, you know, from what we see in Japan externally, you know, from this, we just don't, you know, we just don't think shit like this happens in Japan. And so when I when I read stuff like that, I mean, of course, I've been over here a while and I understand that, you know, crime happens everywhere. Murder, rape and all this, that and the other uh, happens everywhere. But it's just so interesting because the way this country is presented to the world as, you know, this clean, pristine place with the low. And it is probably one of the safest countries in the world and this, that, and the other. Actually, no, no, it ain't probably. It is. It T- is. Tokyo oh. just won again for three years in a row. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. Safest big city in the world, something like that, yeah. So. Yeah, so, so you know, it, it's just interesting. I, I like the tabloid-like, yeah. you know, feel to it and everything. Because me and my wife, we watch Japanese news at home, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're, we're watching the reporters. They're sitting up straight, you know, all erect and everything. They're they're dressed nice. Their their mouth is barely moving, and they're giving us this news. But man, when I go when I go to Brett's site, man, boom, you know, I'm talking now, about you, the you, porn and everything that I love. You, know? you have um, you have all types of stuff on there. You have sports. You have um, different categories. So I'm I'm curious, like like, do you track the clicks? Like, do you know where most people are going? Are they are they going there just for the salacious stuff, or are they looking at sports and, and other stuff too? Or um. Your first instinct's probably correct. They're, yeah. they're, they're not really going for the sports. I do have sports up there. Um, I, I've covered baseball, actually, for other publications, and so I put baseball up there sometimes. Um, and I've had rugby up there and stuff like this. But, nah, nobody's reading that stuff. <laughs> um, not me. <laughs> but, that's, but, that, but that's what makes your, your site unique, because you focus on 
Yeah, so, the um, the, stuff, so. The, going back to the, the woman who stabbed her boyfriend and they yeah. wound up in the lobby, that story got a lot of attention. Um, and then um, the the adult video stuff does get t- attention. Uh, of course, for me, like, Sola Oi gives birth to twin boys. And then another one says, and this kind of shows how Japan is, you know, with their, let's say, trying to keep the image pristine even with their porn stars they say solo oys past av films removed from distribution due to upcoming birth of twins now what the fuck's that got to do okay with so so what that, if you read that story it was her i think it was her request so oh, she, okay. she 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 I think she, uh, and I don't know how you, you, of course, I think she even, you know, I don't remember exactly the details of that story, but mm-hmm. I think she mentioned it's a futile effort because there's so much uh, uh, illegal content up on the internet, so you can't get rid of that. So I think it was her distributor or, or uh, maybe was going to withdraw her con- her content. I think that's what it was. Okay. And then also it could be a good business move. You tell them you're going to re- withdraw the uh, content and then, you know, millions of people are going to go out and try to buy it up before it, you know, yeah. gets off, you know, taken off the shelves or whatever. I, I was reading a article, that I believe uh, Washington Post, I'm, I want to say it was, but um, it was talking about how um, you, you were, I guess, somewhat inspired by like conversations you had at hostess bars and stuff. Yeah, so um, for work, I I wound up at a few hostess bars, and um, and again going back to what I was um, saying about how the uh, this was probably you know maybe fifteen or twenty years ago or so, mm-hmm. and uh, at that time, if you read the news in English, yeah, you got a very cleaned up version of, of what was going on in Japan. But here I was sitting in the hostess bar which is i wouldn't say dirty but it's a little little bit dodgy you know a little bit on the edge maybe. for those who don't know hostess bar is what pretty much you go yeah, there you just and go there and a woman will girls to talk she'll, to she'll, you. yeah she'll talk to you pour your drink light your cigarette that kind of thing it's, it's pretty compliment you know, clean, your tie and compliment you know. your tie your job your intelligence <laughs> etc et and uh so but i realized in talking to them if you just you ask them there there's nothing really so crazy about this these are average people but this is what her work is so but i mean i think it shed a different light on way this this is actually going on this is real and so i thought so i started interviewing these girls and putting the stories up and they were pretty big hits oh you know, wow back in the day when i when i had a different website and, and any um, anyone comes to mind any one story or lady um there was one story this one girl said something like um i think she uh Somehow, I think it was her customer. She wound up, um, she wound up overseas with him, like on a trip or something. I don't remember the details of how this happened, but anyway, the, the funny part was she pretended to be sick. Maybe it was she was her having her period or something. So mm-hmm. that was her excuse to not have sex with the guy. <laughs> and so he took her all the way over there, and uh, maybe it was the, she, he had used a business excuse or something. And then she, she actually, I think she pretended to vomit in the sink or something. <laughs> and uh, and this is what and her way of getting out of you know getting intimate with this guy yeah even though he took her all the way over there yeah that was funny I okay quite something i was i was on facebook one time and reading something and uh that that you guys put out on facebook and i don't know if you even read the comments but uh i'm pretty sure you you well aware you get like some people criticizing your site and oh japan is not this way and this is a was what they call them people uh yeah weebs yeah people who just love japan yeah (laughs) that japan can do no wrong and everything you you ever been threatened or or like online Um, and stuff like that i'm pretty sure i I do see the the facebook comments sometimes but i i think that um some people yeah if you just dive in and you see one story yeah you might get a little bit of a 
distorted view of what the site's about. But mostly what I get is people writing to me and they'll ask like some, like somebody, like my stories, they'll have the name of the person arrested. And so if that person gets out, sometimes they'll write to me and say, hey, can you take the story down? I was cleared. Okay. So yeah, so I'll get like Japanese guys writing to me saying I wasn't prosecuted or whatever uh-huh. and um, take the story down, please. Yeah, they're <laughs> actually quite nice about it. And in most cases, if the guy gives me a reason, I'll do it. Usually what I do, I'll just take his name out of it because the fact that he was arrested is still a fact. I mean, you know, yeah, and exactly. I'll, okay, I'll take his name out and maybe take his picture down or whatever. But okay. um, but yeah, stuff like that mostly. Um, now, now, why... Okay, so is it because you you're the only one that's like putting the picture up in the, in the name? Because I mean, um, what about other publications? <clears throat> yeah, so I think he's going to have to go around to every single one. So, but but <laughs> okay. but as far as the in English, it might just be the Tokyo Reporter site. Okay. But in Japanese, he's got his work cut out for him probably. Cause yeah, because there's so many of these uh, like aggregator sites that that um, in Japanese yeah. and they just copy it, so copy much. And generate, He'd have to yeah. go around to a lot actually. I think. Yeah. No threats from the yakuza or anything. No. Um, do you think they read English? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them do. I, I, when I used to bounce at a nightclub, I used to have conversations with a couple of Yakuza dudes that, you know, they spend a lot of time in the States and stuff, doing their business mm. and stuff over there. So, oh, okay. Did you ever, like, interview Yakuza dudes? or? Yeah. Um, what was that like? Well, um, actually, uh, typically, I've, I've well, I've interviewed a couple of ex-gangsters. Okay. I don't... Current gangster... No, I don't think so. But um, a couple of ex-gangsters. One guy was in Saitama. He was uh, he's a uh, a priest. So his his mother has a um, she was she had like a, a snack snack hostess club, mm-hmm. and he converted into his church. And so he uh, so he would use it to have, and he would actually have like his 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 um, disciples would be these uh, troubled people from troubled backgrounds, mm-hmm. perhaps ex-gangsters themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I went in there and um, and he introduced me to some of his the people there and whatnot. And um, he told me stories about being a gangster and stuff like that. I think I read that a while back. And it I also was quite read an that old one, story. Right, right, right. And I also read that in uh, it was also an article in uh, may have been the same guy was an article in Metropolis. Yeah, I, I wrote that's a story. That oh, was, that was a story yeah. from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, because uh, I think I think he mentioned something to the effect that you know getting out of the yakuza is pretty tough and you know you even say witness guys being buried alive and shit like that yeah people but, getting they I, I heard people get their finger chopped off if they do something wrong yeah he uh like sacrifice he's, he's missing some of his fingers ah, or at yeah. least one i think yeah um in fact yeah he was i took a photo of him holding the bible with you know you could see one of his fingers was missing um <clears throat> but no i think i don't remember anything about being anybody being buried alive but mm. um he did talk about crashing the boss's car, and that, oh. I, that, I think that's when he lost his finger. I'd have to go back and check exactly. Ah. But, so because yeah, he, he was, crashed his I think boss's he, car, I think he, he lost it. And then, and then uh, oh. he, he, he was using drugs a lot, you know, the uh, meth, I believe. Okay. And so he was a mess, I believe, at that time. And so uh, he wound up, but he got out, and uh, now, now he seems to be doing pretty well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So have you ever interviewed any... Um, porn stars or any people in the uh let's say the sex worker industry what what was that like um yeah so i used to attend the um the adult awards several times i did that and um so that sky perfect tv would have their they have several porn channels mm-hmm. and so they'd have an awards show uh and it would be you know in about i think it was march ish every march they would then they would have in in a hotel and and they'd have it would be like the academy awards right and um 
and it was it was pretty good. I would go and I write up a story about that, and um, and then yeah, I, I interviewed a few of the a few of the girls. Actually, I was I was at at a shoot um, um, with several, and you know, to your question about interviewing them, yeah, I mean, it, they treat it like a regular job, which was, which was my big takeaway from the whole thing mm-hmm. was that this is it's not like this is some dirty. Yes, this is my job, right? This is what I do, and you mm-hmm. know, and everybody's very. The, the, the crew, they're all very polite. You know, everything's it's like, a business. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're wearing the slippers, slippers come off, you know, and like it's, it's a, you know, they line up the shoes, the same sort of thing you would see in any place, right? Wow. Right? It's a business. So, man. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was my, 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 you know, what I, what I remembered, you know, mostly in a side to, you know, the naked woman in front of me. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I think one of the other areas, so you could look at uh, the site covers you know the right or the, the yakuza and whatnot and in the, in the old video but i've also got a lot of coverage of uh, japan's right wing mm. okay right so yeah. you know the guys in the buses the, yeah with yeah, the loud speakers with the speakers and could whatnot. you tell us a little bit about them yeah so uh, i became acquainted with one prominent member uh within japan's right wing and uh he he really was interested in having exposure in english for some reason hmm. and um he's a very Interesting guy. And he would, so it, at Yasukuni Shrine, which is the controversial shrine in Shinjuku, right? Yes. Right, right. On, on August 15th, there would be this protest uh, by left wing groups. They would march towards uh, Yasukuni Shrine. And then the right wing guys would try to prevent them from, you know, it was a very staged thing. And they do it, they do it every year. So I would go out, he would invite me out. And so then they would sort of get in these fights with the, the left wingers. <laughs> so I was out there, photographing, you know, taking photographs and whatnot. And so I did that for you know several years with him, and it was interesting. He actually took me to um, to several uh, uh, famous tombs, like out uh, um, there was um, out in Hachioji. There's the uh, the emperor, the show emperor's mm-hmm. tomb is out there. Um, it's this huge ground, and and he went through a. A ceremony, uh, like a sort of a ceremony with his fellow right wingers, and he took me um, in Ikebukuro uh, near the old Sugamo prison where Tojo was mm-hmm. hung right, right after right. the after the trials. Uh, he took me out to where uh, there's a like a memorial there, and um, so stuff like that. It's really interesting to, to hang around with him, and mm-hmm. so I, I was able to meet several you know right prominent right wing. Did they ever explain like what's their goal? Other than mm-hmm. getting attention when they drive the buses with the super loud speakers and everything, just I, I do think that um, in his case, I can only really speak. He's told me several times he's got this thing against Korea and China. He thinks that um, uh, the way that they treat Japan after certain things, like he's he's he feels that uh, you know Japan has apologized enough for the, the yeah. after the war. I, I've heard some people say that too. And uh, he's just he becomes irritated when it, they've even given Korea money, right? And, uh, yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, Given them money and and other things too. And you know, I think China actually receives loans from Japan and things like this. So anyway, um, he yeah. he's he's generally irritated. But I think though, uh, Japan's right wing though, I, I a lot of them are extortionists. I think they they go around and then they'll they, you know they've got those sound speakers and whatnot, and they're blasting their messages. You know, they'll go and hassle a business, right? And they'll say. You know, then the business has to come out and pay them to go away, right? Uh, so that's part of it too. Oh. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so um, are they associated with the yakuza in any way? Uh, I think 
you know, when I, I, I started talking about like the Han Gray and then the Yakuza and stuff, there's a, there is sort of this big, I think, gray underworld of Japan that sort mm. of has overlapping uh, areas. And I think that you, you could probably say that there's, in some ways, mm-hmm. you could say that they're part of that in some ways. It's a very vague sort of a, a thing. Because they, um, they're, they're about, you know, bringing back the emperor or, or something. You know, I've heard something to that effect. Getting rid of the military, U.S. Right, military. Right, right. I don't, you know, <clears throat> well, they talk to me. I don't know that they, they have such an anti-U.S. military. I mean, it depends. I guess it depends. Well, is that mainly Okinawa, I guess? Um, Okinawa thing. Uh, I think that they don't have a huge, huge problem with the U.S. because the U.S. is anti-communist. Oh. That's part of it, I think. But I think it's complicated, and um, mm. and and that was just sort of one of the things that. Uh, yeah, man. Well, we know you got to run, man. Yeah, um, we appreciate yeah. you you giving us some love and everything, man. You know, because uh, this man's really going go, to flying out today. Yep, so, ready yeah. to fly out. So he dropped by and gave us some love, and we appreciate everything, and we encourage everybody. If you love salacious, hellacious, underground news. You got to go to the Tokyo Reporter. When you go to his site, ain't no sushi temples and shrines and shit. I love his site. And uh, thanks for keeping me abreast of all the things porn Japan. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, on that note, yeah, we out of here, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks shout- a lot for having oh, yeah, me yeah, on. Yeah. Thanks a lot for having me on. Yeah, also, good could you shout out your 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 uh, social medias and everything? Oh, on, on Twitter, it's just at Tokyo Reporter. And then you can just check the site out at TokyoReporter.com. Yeah, just do your Googles. Do Tokyo your Googles, Reporter. man. Tokyo Reporter. All right. Thank you, Brett. Appreciate it. Much safe, love. Peace. Safe, safe travels. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. For more episodes, please visit rump.podbean.com. Or you can head straight to Google and type in Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. You can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can stream or download podcasts.